I'm Nels Anderson. And I'm Jesse Turner. And welcome to Terminal 7. Hey, Jesse. Hey, Nels. How's it going? Good. We braved the cold. Oh, we braved geez. the storm. Yes. We braved the frozen slushing rain snow mess that's right Nell's king of the arctic got uh, us here on time i'm i'm glad my car has four wheels that all move of their own power <laughs> <laughs> but i was not aware vancouver got uh our once twice in a decade cataclysm <laughs> yeah snow cataclysm <laughs> the, Where, for anybody else who lives in a cold place they'll be like what 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 are you whining about but for us well not i mean not for us no but for other people in the city we share. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps a bit more fraught. Yeah. Things have been... Uh, We're actually a rain town, not a snow yes, town. Yes, not a snow town. So as I was saying, when you got like a like a Honda Civic with bald tires, <laughs> not really, not really which is, for winter Which driving. is super great for picking up chicks, but just not... <laughs> just, it just doesn't do well, do, do, do too well in the snow. Yeah. I saw one person stuck already on the drive here. Jeez. But we were undeterred. No problem. We arrived. King of the North. To talk about martial law. That's right. Martial law. The fifth impact yeah, in the Flashpoint cycle. This is cool. cool. Just one left. One left. And then we'll be on Mars with like warring clans and stuff. Uh, pretty excited. But yeah. we may or may not have a rogue bioroid in between now and then. Oh, that's right. Terminal directive's happening, but I don't know exactly when. Oh, cool. Yeah. Awesome. But... There's, there's a lot. There's as I, was, as I was saying before the cast, I'm I'm riding high again. Great. I was, I was a little like, I was I had my focus on other things for a bit, but now I'm like champing at the bit. I'm like, sweet, there's stuff in here. I got ideas. This is great. Yeah, we should just tuck in. Definitely, definitely. Let's 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 hop right in, at Nels. Tell me okay. about the men who stare at goats. That's right, man. What a great movie. I do love that movie. <laughs> That's a great movie. We're of course talking about MK Ultra, the crazy CIA like psychic. psychic. Oh, giving so people cool. LSD without their With permission, knowing, knowledge, just, or consent. What an amazing... Yep. It, it, like, it's like super scary. And, you know, if this is the one we actually found out about and actually did happen, imagine the conspiracies that are going on that we don't even know about. <laughs> or don't, we don't make a movie starring George Clooney about. That's right. <laughs> just imagine. We're talking about, of course, the 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 the, the, the next zombie anarch breaker. You can oh, summon right zombie. out of the pit. Oh, there you go. Good. Zombie breaker. That's stretch. <laughs> oh, my God. MK Ultra. We needed, we needed, so of course we got Paperclip, we got Black yep. Orchestra, we needed something for the centuries. Yep. And we got MK Ultra, and yeah. Adam S. Doyle give, paints us a, like, Weird. LSD. Yeah, rainbow eyes. Rainbow eyeballs, which is super cool. Super, like, everything's watching you. One is, one eyeball's directly breaking the fourth wall. This is great. Oh, yeah, you <clears throat> gross. Uh, it's an icebreaker killer. Cost two to install, one MU, one strength. Whenever you encounter a sentry, you may install MK Ultra from your heap. It rises the second you need it. <laughs> Spend three. Plus two strength and break up the two sentry subroutines if able. So far more black orchestra than paperclip. That's right. Like not that not like mimic kicks the crap out of this thing for a lot of that, for basically the sentries that we're, we're we're worried about. Um, it doesn't become the best sentry breaker, but hey, you know if 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 you need a backup, this is actually pretty decent. Yeah, yeah. I th- yeah. There's a card in like like yeah. I think I, I think there's some room there if if really like if assassin shows up and your data suckers are gone or. If the big ugly sentries show up, yeah, maybe MK Ultra could be here for you. I mean, that's that, I think that's kind of the 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 niche it sits in quite comfortably, right? You just have one of these, 
you know, if you're running like an AI, like a Faust deck or whatever, yeah. right? you have one of these, you throw it away <laughs> to use to break a different sub with Faust. But then if you ever happen to be sprung swordsman. by a swordsman Ooh. or just like, there you go. like you said, an assassin where you're like, I really, I don't want to burn like four cards to get rid of assassin. Yeah. I'll just pay. You get away with it for. No, you would have to pay nine bucks. Jesus. But, yeah. but well, Anarchs are so Anarchs, goddamn Anarchs, wealthy these days. And yeah. And also, Who Anarchs, they, before they needed to use like a dog to fix sentries, right? Like yeah. they, they have problems with sentries. They're great against the barriers. There's some problems with sentries. Yeah. So it, 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 for what it does is just like a backup and just in case you need it type killer. Right. That's not bad. Um, the next card. The, oh, before, before, before oh. we go on. So <laughs> it being. The cheapest of these three breakers. That's right, it is. What you can do hilariously, and we'll talk about this in a little bit, but if you if you have this in the deck that also has Aesop's Pawn Shop, you can sell this. Oh, man. Get three bucks and reinstall it as you run past a century for two, but if you, you got some way to install it on the cheap, <laughs> you're installing it on a Scheherazade or using Sasarara oh, credits or whatever, you can just keep selling it to Aesop every single turn and then reinstalling it whenever you need it. Wow. So he's like, you bring it, you got more... More LS, more tabs, huh? More, t- okay. F- I'll take them, fine. <laughs> you sure got a lot of this. I'm starting to get suspicious. <laughs> Poor Aesop, always always getting a little bit a little bit ripped off yeah, by, one, by, by one, one metal players. arm and a bunch OLSD. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, anyway, that's kind of interesting. It's kind of cool. Not but, nearly as cool. No, this one's pretty as cool. As next card. Yeah. On the lamb. On the lamb. And now, now why is this card good in functionality, but also very cool flavor-wise? So flavor, flavor we're going to start with flavor-wise, because that's definitely my favorite part. What we see is a bin, a big old dumpster, with a familiar-looking red dress and a blonde wig. And then just off in the distance is just some lady who's about, to, who's about to take off. Make a call or something, but yeah. So this is where Andromeda says goodbye. That's right. This is the this is Andromeda seeing see you later. Yep. Initially it was talked about the windfall was it because she had all the money. This yeah. is probably part of it. Yeah. Now that she's but got this, this is definitely the the, the finale. <laughs> the first was take sure. the money, this is and run. Yeah, this exactly. is the end run. <laughs> this is Steve Miller's great song. <laughs> yeah. Um so I think that is that is fantastic and it's just Super like cool. it's because that's what she does, right? She gets her big payday and then she disappears. Yep. She's never she's never a blonde lady. That was just a wig. I mean, I don't even know. It's like, you figure, I mean, maybe the hair is like 3D printed or something. Yeah. Because you figure in the future, it'd just be like. It's covered in you, DNA. You, yeah. You just have like nano hair or whatever that just like, it changes color just based on electrical inputs or whatever. Or like, yeah. Or, or like how you're feeling or yeah. something. Right. <laughs> Especially if you're as low as Like a, a wig just seems so low tech. Yeah. But, but maybe but, that's the point. Yeah, okay. It, it's, it's so low tech that like all our crazy crap can't even find her. It's yeah, like, well, right. she's using a wig and a dress. <laughs> right. It's like Clark Kent putting on the glasses. <laughs> it's like the entire town is fooled. <laughs> so what does this card actually do uh, besides actually say goodbye to Andromeda? Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's three creds and it's a vent, but it's kind of a wacky event. This is a very strange event. When you play it, you install on the lamb on a resource, like on another resource you've already installed. It becomes a hosted condition counter that has the text of trash and by that it means trash this hosted card not the not resource the resource itself. copy yeah uh when you trash it you can avoid up to three tags or prevent up to three damage okay three damage of any kind any type. so you, you that you snare know. looks way less appealing yeah. to or pay someone for. someone motions that overrider you're just like on the lamb i'm going oh you thought i left my brain in the dumpster <laughs> so now you can't find it <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so it is as design space, I think it is 
awesome, True. right? Because it's not just a resource in and of itself, so you can't just barf this onto the table. Like, it requires a little bit more setup. You need to have another resource. And ideally, it's not a resource that, you know, like, runs out, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't want to put this on a daily, daily cast, cast. <laughs> unless you're planning to use it really soon to, like, clear some siphon tags Ooh, or man. something. Oh, <laughs> man. Um, <laughs> There's a risky play. The countdown is on. <laughs> yeah. You got to use this. Use this three turns. Go, go, go. Um, and obviously, it makes, if you, if the corporation does manage to tag you, and for some reason you don't use this or something, um, or they barf too many tags on the, uh, it just makes it like a slightly more appealing target. Oh, if they or if they have some other kind of resource destruction with like you know a voter intimidation or something sure. like that, yeah. right? Um, also, like a C source tagging the one, like they're gonna blow this to get rid of all three. They they probably have to, right? Right? Yeah. So it's it's interesting in that like yeah it's 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 a suit it's like a resource modifier that requires a little bit more setup, but in terms of that goddamn breaking news exchange of information <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Man, does this card ever? <laughs> uh, you're just like, oh, uh, say sayonara. Wow. Um, yeah, so it's, I think it is perfect. And it's the kind of thing where, like, because, you know, the rare indeed is the criminal deck that doesn't have a count siphon. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not playing against NBN, the fact that this can, you know, for three bucks now make clearing your siphon tags a little bit cheaper and certainly much faster later. Mm-hmm. That's still good. Yeah. Like, you can still totally install this against, you know, HB or Jinteki or whatever and still get use of it somewhere. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, super cool. Like, I, hell, you could siphon somebody twice, uh, dodge the tags from the first time with this and still have enough clicks to clear the second two tags from the other siphon. That's super oh, yeah. cool. That's right, yeah. Not bad. Two siphons in one turn, you don't end up tagged. Super cool. And, and, and I also love that criminals can avoid tags, not really clear them. Like, yeah. Not, it's because avoiding is so much cooler because it's like, yeah, they didn't do tracing them, they did something else because they're super slippery. Yeah. That's the way they, but the tags need to start happening. They can't remove a tag. Yeah. And yeah. because it's an event, you can still bring it back with same old thing. Yeah. Like, okay. if, if the corporation, you know, does the breaking news thing, like, they score the breaking news, okay, well, you can spend this to avoid those tags, but then we're getting ready to like 24 seven news cycle, that same breaking news to give you those tags again. You can just on the next turn or the turn after like same old thing this back before they get a chance to do that. And then it's just bloop, there on another resource. And you're just like, all right, let's, let's dance or dance again. Yeah. Super cool card. Good, good job. And of course this is going to be, uh, because we're going to be actually cycling out Plascrete. So we can have some weird, Oh yeah. We're going to have, have some weird, uh, it, I think people are going to, other factions are going to get cards like this to kind of maybe yeah. fix that kind of situation. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Um, okay. But tell me now, buddy, about Cold Reed. Oh, uh, it's a wimpy stim hack. <laughs> okay. Cold Reed <laughs> is. Baby, baby's <laughs> first stim hack, please. <laughs> Cold Reed doesn't even damage your brain. <clears throat> Cold Reed is a stealth run event. How cool is that? Make a run and place four credits on this card, which you may use only during this run. When the run ends, trash one program used this run. And that trashing cannot be prevented. That's right. So, so no sacrificial construct shenanigans there. Right. So, but, but what's cool is like, what if I run on a naked NAPD contract with this? You just spend your stealth bucks and you yeah. don't lose any money. That's right. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. We can use that money. Uh, as long as you got to remember that. Using something like a data sucker, like a medium, is actually using the program, right. the interaction, so it's going to blow up. Yep. Um, but if you don't use any program for that run, you got a bit of money. Stealth credits, That's this is the big thing. This is the, yeah. You need to get in with your, and uh, oh, look, they're out of stealth credits. I blew up their 
Merker or whatever, and then all of a sudden, bam, got a pile of stealth, can at least get through there. And yeah. this is, wait, just trust one program's used. So even if you use a bunch of programs, you only get rid of one. Yeah. Okay. So you can be like, you know, use some breakers to get in, but then you also use Parisia to trash a thing. Okay, well, you can just get rid of that Parisia, eh, because whatever, right? Yeah. Um, and yeah, like you said, you can use it for, you know, stealing those agendas with cost, trashing assets without dropping below <laughs> your current credit total, which is very nice these days. Yep. Um, but you can also just barf that money into SMCs, clone sure. chips, stim hacks, whatever. Or factory which is or like, a workshop or something. Personal workshop, even. too. Yeah. So it's like, um, it's actually not bad. It's um, pretty surprisingly flexible for In stealth decks, like, I'm, I would consider at least replacing dirty laundry with this. Ooh, okay. At least trying it. Sure, sure. Right? Well, plus you don't want to keep taking out your three dirty laundry sleeves and putting it somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, it's just sort of like proxying dirty laundries. Yeah, I, I also like that all smoke stuff is like all cantrip stuff from like uh, the, the like the magicians and like cold reading and stuff. Yeah, yeah, totally. Psychics is super cool. Yeah, it's very good. It's very thematic. <laughs> what else do the shapers get now? Continues equivocation, which is a, a pair of I think it's it's, 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 it's like tarot. Just, it's kind of I like thought they were shuffling tarot cards, but it's it might be tarot. Some yeah. kind of cards getting shuffled together. Yep. It is a unique program. Uh, one MU and two credits to install three whopping influence. And what it is is that whenever you make a successful run on R&D, you may reveal the top card of R&D. If you do, you may force the corp to draw that card. Cool. A little bit <laughs> It is only the illusion of choice. So it's like a forced <laughs> card trick, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> As in, the corporation will probably almost always draw this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Well, see, it is interesting. Is unlike um, Woman in the Red Dress, it's not the corporation's choice. No, now. it's yours. It's the runner's choice, right? So, so you you run, you look at it, you're like, oh, that's an agenda. And having this and Woman in the Red Dress, you had some amazing R and D shenanigans. <laughs> all game, all game. I will not force you to draw this. Would you like to choose to draw? This? <laughs> and this, and I'm also playing Laramie Fisk. So right. <laughs> get ready for. Um, it is interesting in that. It triggers with any kind of successful R and D run. Cool. Not necessarily like so you can keyhole Ooh. and then like get a weird, get you know deeper? like that the top one you're like ah, I don't want it it goes away so then you draw the next three cards to do the keyhole business with. Yep. Okay. Which is interesting. Okay. Um. Yeah. I it's, think. Uh, then this is also I think this is kind of fitting in that R and D interface is going away. Yes, I think it definitely does that. Like so between this, <laughs> between this and old and top, top hat, hat, you got something happening yeah. in there. My I mean, but it is interesting, right? Where like if you do use this with top hat, you can look at the top card of R and D, and you're like, oh, it's just a thing that. Well, it's not an agenda. So, but I'm going to leave it there. Yep. And because I, can, I don't want the, I don't want to feed it to the corp. Yep. Give me the second card down with top so you hat. Can for, you can still kind of create <laughs> some sort of weird R and D lock. It's just harder. Yeah. I mean, I I feel it's like cheaper too though. It is cheaper, but it costs it's more cards. Cheaper. <laughs> yeah. Um. I it definitely feels like, uh, like the, the permanent turn after turn R and D lock thing outside of medium, obviously because medium just yeah. Of course that that's beer to stay. Um. But outside of medium, it feels like they're trying to make that a bit harder to set up. Yeah, to happen. And rather, sure. so now it's like, oh, you got to do it with some weird other thing, like bit of setup, bit of yeah, yeah. Okay, and remember to say it is it is a unique program. Yes, because so that probably that'd be confusing as hell. If a lot draw, of draw, 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 <laughs> draw, 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 draw. <laughs> Thank you for that, Pip. Yeah. Um, we also have misdirection. Yeah, some keeping with smokes. Smokes. Look at my look at this hand because yep. the other cool hand is stealing your watch or yeah. whatever. Another strengthless program. Yeah, it's what does utility do program? This is just classic shaper. It's like you got a problem, you solve it with the program. That's mm. what you do. That's right. Yeah, it is 
zero to install, one MU, and two influence. And what it does is you spend two clicks and X credits, and then you remove X tags. Man, you can dig yourself out of a pit if you got money now in one. Oh, yeah. You can, like tag hell, it can actually just go away if you yep. shape or cash. Uh, didn't get closed accounts, but pull this out with an SMC and uh, spend two clicks and, you know, 15 those, credits. Yep, those. No, all the tags are gone. <laughs> 15 credits. <laughs> I mean, it, it does help with, you know, that now if the corporation is thing like, oh, the shaper, they're only going to have four bucks. What are they going to do to get out from underneath my hard hitting news? And yep. you're like, I will SMC misdirection, take two credits, and then spend two clicks and get rid of all those tags. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, it is very nice. There isn't like that much stuff that gives shapers. I mean, you could you could go crazy <laughs> and be like hardcore account siphon. Well, like because you want you want to be clearing more than one tag yeah, at a time, that's right? right? Unless you're like really hard up on money or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you like, so, yeah, so there aren't that many situations where you're really getting a lot of tags as a shaper unless you're importing account siphon, which, hey, maybe. I mean, that was a thing that people used to do, right? Sure. Um, but as, like, counters to big old mid-seasons and hard-hitting news grossness, mm -hmm. it's nice. And obviously, through this mechanism, you know, it, it makes it so that you're not paying three creds to get rid of a tag. With Sync, you're just paying one. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. So that's not bad. Cool. Pr pr pretty flexible. And, of course, yeah. since... Shapers, all those tutors, you can get that when you need to. You can just do one-off if you had to. Oh, yeah, for sure. Which is cool. Um, but it feels like, yeah, especially in this in, in this day of our mustard lord. Uh, <laughs> that, that's good. Yep. Uh, we, uh, yeah, you... Controlling you, the mustard. Controlling the mustard. <laughs> um, yeah, in this in this day where tags are flying left, right, and center, it's, uh, it's a nice thing to have for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, buddy. Buddy. Oh, oh. I am... It seemed like this This may be for this cycle. There's always that card you look at it, you're like, eh, okay, whatever, seems all right. But then... And then you're like, oh, oh me, oh my. <laughs> right. Uh, so I want you to tell me all about Reaver. Okay, so Reaver is our buddy, our weird space tick alien monster. AI. AI. Maybe. maybe. AI, AI alien. I just coined it. Trademark me. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're welcome <laughs> to have that one friend <laughs> we got apex got another card yeah this is, this is the final mini faction yep to get a card uh yep. sunny got another a, day a current another paycheck and uh adam got his new directive, new directive and Bottom apex two. gets a new program yeah we all thought it would be a virtual resource because yep. that's all he has but i guess he's just not not good at making those nah. he needed to make a program a cool demonic hoodie wearing freak called reaver two cost one mu Adam Doyle, our pal that did MK Ultra, actually. Yeah. Man, he's all over this pack. Wow, it's really good. Uh, the first time you trash an installed card each turn, draw one card. Four influence. Yep. No, so, one, no one else is using this, this, this beast. This is, this is Apex's jam. Oh, oh, I, I disagree. We'll get to that in a second. But, but, so, at first you're like, okay, trash a card. Um, how often do I do it? But it's trash any card. So it's like, you run on a... Does it count for that? Yes. It does? So you run on a, a Sensi's Actors Union, trash it, two creds, boom, you draw a card. That's, that, that's the way it is? Yep. If I run, what if I trash it, the Sensi, from R&D? That's fine. Okay, so the there we go. Okay, cool. So that's why it's... Because yeah. I remember there was some errata. People, people were wondering what yeah, if that... No, but that's... Trash. that's Any that's card. There. You have to do it. The runner has to do it. Yeah, it's not sure, like sure. the first time a card is trashed. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the card like trashes over ice. You're like, ha Yeah. <laughs> Gary. But uh, much like, you know... 
Haley's ability and Kate's installed discount, all that, it triggers on both players' turns. Yep. So if on your turn you you say you have a clone chip, sure, you trash that clone chip to install a program out of your out of your heap. Yep. Boom. Boom. Draw a card. You draw a card. Cool. This also, if I chop bot a card, you boom. draw one for the chop bot, one Two for the for reaver. This. Cool. Yeah. So Reaver fires off a lot of stuff, especially because, as we know, Apex has a lot of ways to get rid of his cards. Yep. Even through, like, heartbeat and stuff, preventing damage is going to be, like, drawing cards. Yep. And Reaver... Um, so, oh yeah, to keep it just in Apex for a second, um, the the tricky bit, and this is definitely what people discussed, is, like, with Apex, you've always been in this weird place, right? Where, yep. you know, heart, heartbeat gives you one, one. MU. Yep. So, but Endless Hunger is a, is a beast of four, four. MU. So yep. you're always like, I- I'm going to have Endless Hunger and... Mimic. One other thing. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, mimic or like people poo poo it, especially right now. <laughs> gingerbread's not bad. Oh yeah, gin- gingerbread's okay, now, not bad. Now with, with controlling the mustard, gingerbread all the way. Yeah, There's only one way to control that mustard. Um, but then you're like, okay, well, what do I do for? Do I am I supposed to have those things and reaver? Or do I just have reaver early on and then I get rid of it once I'm kind of set up? But so it's not entirely clear. What what the right solution to that is if you're still trying to go mostly with endless hunger sure. but, as but, your main breaker. Hey, hey, endless hunger super cheap. So that tells me it's like early aggression. Then fold into this reaver setup with something else. Yeah. So that's the thing. It's like you don't have to go with endless hunger as your primary breaker, right? Um. Uh. Who? Uh, someone on the netrunner spread. Maybe it was. Well, maybe it was Blob BWOB. He was talking about um. He showed you put together this Apex deck where you're just going all in on eaters. Sure. Right? Okay. Like, your your main breaker is eater. Yeah. And you also have reaver for setup. And it's like, you can have one endless hunger that you can install later after you've apocalypsed, yep. right? Because then, like, the like, corporation is like, oh, enigma, I enigma. put down some stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And you're like, okay, I'm, I don't care. Um, So it feels like... It, in that case, you got tons of space. Reavers are not unique. Yep. So, yeah, so but you, you get a can, bunch of Reavers, though. Two or three of them installed, and then you chop bot and draw, like, four cards. Oh, that's sexy. Um, so you can end up, like, drawing a gross amount of stuff. Maybe you combine that with Faust instead, because you're drawing so many bloody cards. You know, you trash a card with Faust, you get one for every Reaver you well, have well, installed. Well, yeah, like, if you try oh, no. install the install card. Never mind, never yeah. mind. That doesn't count. But... Yeah, if you're sacrificing other stuff to endless hunger or whatever, it's pretty darn good. <laughs> yeah, that's it's it's that is that is super cool. Now, now, that's just in Apex. Yeah, okay, Take okay, okay. So, it's, so, so the, it's, the the influence is pretty high, right? Four <laughs> yeah, influence. It's, it's pretty high. Four influence. But hey, everybody uses account siphon, and that's four influence. That's true. Um, but so without tutoring, it's pretty hard to make a case for. Like maybe you have it in max because you know you're gonna see it pretty soon okay in shaper in shaper man oh man you put this together this guy okay a aesop's pawn shop oh right every turn no clicks zero clicks spent (laughs) three credits and draw a card that's that it's gross (laughs) that is pretty crazy because like i was saying it triggers on your opponent's turn as well so you just wait to use your smc's your clone chips until your opponent's turn then use them then you get the draw (sighs) dude on your turn you sack some to Aesop, you get another draw. Professor Reaver. <laughs> That's not bad. It's not bad. Also, what, what Kate else? or Haley, I've I've been oh, walking around with this Crapland. Haley oh. setup. And it's really How, good. Do you, do you put two? Just one. 
Man, and, and you just SMC. That's it. pretty cool. Like actually, right. Haley Haley's dabbled in Apex before with yeah. the Wasteland well, decks. Yeah, which exactly, is kind of right? cool. Um, so it's it's like that, but you don't you like you needed the money less. It's way more the the card draw, right? And like you know, you could do the same thing in Kate, but the trick of it is, it's like Kate will just gives you money. That's fine. But with this, you've got like so many low cost cards, and you're drawing so much. You just want to get them out of your hand as quickly as possible. So you know, when you can install like a cash and a harbinger for one click, <laughs> and then you take the money off cash. Next turn, you sell the cash, one free card and three credits. Turn after that, you sell the harbinger, one free card, three credits. Oh, harbinger again, one free card. It's it's like. When every turn you basically get a super professional contacts for free, yeah, really goddamn good. Wow. I guess okay. Well, that's that explains the influence cost for sure. Yeah, um, so but, it's like, but you know, you're but, but it feels, it feels like it's like it. it's almost worth to keep to experiment and other things yeah. as well. Yeah, nice. again, because like you don't have any tutors and it's not an icebreaker, it's pretty hard to make a case for outside of Shaper or Apex. Sure, but inside of there, whoo, doggies. Yeah, man, that's super pretty darn cool. good. Yeah. Um. We also have a cool new current. Yeah, like with some pretty badass looking art. Yeah, like that's some power good. armor shit going on. Well, because I, I think the idea, and this was kind of like talked about in the flavor insert. You know, there's the whole twenty three seconds incident. Um, chaos descended upon. Right, we needed to lock down arcs. We needed to. Yeah, like the corporations are going at each other. So, in in the world of Android. Um, <laughs> Not not unlike what has been done in the past of our world, uh, New Angeles, even though it's in another country, is part of the United States. Yeah. Because the U.S. bought it or expropriated it from Ecuador. Because it's on the equator, that's where you put the beanstalk to go up to the space elevator. It needs to be on the equator, otherwise it it's blows up or space, space, something space. Um, so, New Angeles is technically part of the United States. And okay. thus, after the 23 seconds incident, when stuff between the corporations goes crazy... The U the U.S. just the U.S. military just sends in a bunch of Marines to basically like, you know, declare martial law yeah. and restore order to the city. So apparently that's what's happening. It includes some crazy, humongous, cool guy Marines, cool lady Marines as well in a uh, in powered armor. <laughs> yeah. So this is a pretty pr pretty cool current. Yeah, I'd say. What does it do, Nels? It is one credit, no influence, which is nice. Those influence. Free neutral runner currents, mm -hmm. pretty good. Um, it does the normal current stuff, but the effect is the corp cannot res non ice cards during the runner's turn. That's pretty great. So it's like little baby rumor mill. Yeah, it's like I I, I know that's a caprice and that's stupid glacier thing. <laughs> so my turn, I put this down, and you can't res her, and then I'm going in. Yeah, um, it also helps. Like it's since it's a little bit more this is a little bit more broad than rumor mill. Rumor mill. Yep. Um, you know, you don't have to worry about hostile infrastructures and stuff like that just yeah. popping up out of nowhere, right? Um obviously it's not as like directly strong as rumor mill, but of course it shouldn't be because rumor mill is an infaction card. So if there was a neutral card that was just as good as rumor mill, that would be pretty strange. Oh man, <laughs> but you know what the sweetest interaction of this is? Pad campaign. Boom. I know. You don't get that one? You don't oh, get no, the Adonis? No, no. no, the corporation can still res it at the start of their turn. Because there's that, there's that oh, res window it. before. So it's, <laughs> I know, it. I, I thought, know. I, if they're playing Spark, they can't res it on your turn to ding you for that extra credit, though. Okay. There. So, <laughs> that, watch out for, watch watch out out spark. for that. You need, they needed this haste. I mean, but the thing that is nice is, that maybe even makes the case for it in Criminal, is they can't res Chrisium Grid. 
right? Mm. Normally, you res Chrissium That's in right. reaction to the, the siphon. The or siphon run. This or, is, this or comes out. Run. Then you do the siphon. Yeah, you run. drop it and then you go, and then and it's successful. Ah, then you... oh, oh crap! Yep. Yeah. So cool. that is actually like a, a for you know obviously if all you care about is blanking de- like unique defensive upgrades, yeah, rumor mill. But if there's like the other utility type stuff that yep. can sometimes really hose your game some, plan. Some decks get turned off from Chrisium Grid. You're just yeah. like, well, I need that money to actually exist in this. Yep, and I'm done. So cool. in that, it's not bad. And of course, like cl- just having something that, as there are even more and more pretty serious, like pain in the ass corp currents, just having one that's like, you know, decent mm-hmm. to just get a corp current off the board. Not bad. Pretty cool. Pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> in terms of in terms of maximum weirdness, yeah, that's it. I I want to hear the tale of Baba Yaga, Jesse. <laughs> Baba Yaga is a is 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 a hedge witch. It's, she's oh, the card is actually it's, it's it's the craziest AI breaker they've probably released. The yeah. craziest all in one basket. Man, it's psycho card. Yep, they probably have. It's, all, all those witchy eggs are just in one basket. Yeah, and it's great because it's got, like, Baba with her pestle and her mortar, like, mashing all the... all The, just, the, the card, the art is explaining what the card does. Yeah. Really, really, really Getting well. those icebreakers, just smash them down, mixing them together. Yeah. <laughs> Five cost, one, M, one MU. This is pretty crazy. Five cost, one MU. AI icebreaker. Two influence, yep. neutral. So it's, you gotta you gotta pay for it. You may host any number of non-AI icebreaker programs on Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga gains the paid abilities of all hosted icebreaker programs. Yep. So and important to note, base strength of zero. Yeah, base strength of zero. The Baba. So so but so it'll always be as low as so zero is set unless you're um, putting personal touch on it or something. Right. Um, but we can the. The, the 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 card I like to see this with Keith was mentioning was um, frantic coding. Dump all the paper clips and stuff in the bin, and then bring out Baba Yaga for the three, and then oh, that's start throwing those on him. But so you also to note is it still uses up MU when they're hosted on it. Yeah. So there's that too. Yep. Also, you have all your eggs in one basket. If yes. we peg off this Baba Yaga with, oh, I don't know, the lane guy. Keegan Lane, Keegan yeah. Lane's like yeah. bland. Oh, okay. You definitely want some kind of backup to keep your Baba Yaga safe. This is a crazy setup, but um, yeah. I also, but I love that like uh, people were like building the best Baba Yagas on these threads yeah. with like fairies on there. It, I mean, it feels like the best setup is definitely fairy, yog, paper and clip? then maybe paperclip or what's what 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 would be would be better than paperclip. Breach is also not bad. The only cuz it's it's two creds for four strength. And it's only the paid abilities. Yes. No. Hmm. Yeah. So you don't, you don't get like weird <laughs> the strength you're like install. I'll throw an endless hunger on this bad boy. No. <laughs> <laughs> Tragically. Oh, wait, actually. That's a paid ability. Yeah. So trash a card to break a end the run. Uh, subroutine. But that's kind of it doesn't get any better. No, and it's also right. all your MU yeah. <laughs> in this one. You, you, yeah, okay. Yeah, it gets you nothing. Gets you actually nothing. Yeah, but it's yeah. But Mandel, you'll get some weird looks from the other player. You certainly will. <laughs> like, actually, actually, oh my I, god, what is that? Oh no, it doesn't it just does exactly what it did before. Then again, okay. I, think, I think if you're I think if you're running a Baba Yaga deck, you're also like gonna get some funny looks yeah. as well. But uh, it's like if you can get into that setup where, you know, you're breaking your sentry subs for free, you're breaking your code gate subs for free, you're getting a crap load of strength for almost no credits, you it's like 
You're doing pretty good. Yeah. It's just that it's a lot of setup. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you can, you know, if you can get that set up fast enough, and perhaps with things like Reaver to help you along. Sure. It's not bad. Um, Code Marvelous. He put up, he posted uh, a professor deck of all things. Mm. Because, of course, professor doesn't give a toss that this is too influenced. No. He can grab the best icebreaker out of each faction and just slap them all on Baba Yaga. Yep. Um, and so it's actually like, I, I you know, I, I had a temporary fit. And I like, I fired it up. I played a couple games. And then it's like, I remember playing the professor. Uh, 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 um, once once i once i woke up after passing out and getting a, that nosebleed um <laughs> it was like it's actually pretty of of all the baba yaga decks i sure. mean maybe the frantic coding thing might also be interesting um but outside of that like the professor is probably the best equipped to you know make use of it right it's just the tricky bit is that setup that, that. setup yeah, um, like if you're if you're playing like some rush, it's like oof. Uh, no, okay. But then if you're playing rush, right? Like most of their their ice is pretty garbage. Yeah. So you know you can just, get, gear you can just get your breaker out initially, then you can scavenge it onto Bobby. Onto Bobby. Yeah. Once you're like doing sure. the late game setup thing, so it's not that out of control. The fact that like Lady and Clone Chip and all the rest is on the most wanted list. You're the professor. You don't care. Yeah, that's right. I guess um, and Lady like like paid. Oh, that is a paid. Ability, so you're still taking tokens off a lady. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it's super efficient, like, barrier breaker. If you yeah, do that, for sure, right? for sure. Um, yeah, another, or the other good combo is one of the other, like, either, um, you know, Gordian or sure. something like that that keeps its strength during the run. Yeah, Morningstar or something. Yeah. So the, and what's, nice. what's, what's cool about cards like these, bottom line, is that it makes you revisit every program a bunch of old stuff a bunch you're of like, old stuff you're like I go huh. Le- leviathan i can morning <laughs> morning star leviathan yeah <laughs> yeah so that's interesting the important thing to note mm. is you can still use the icebreaker for its you know normal conventional ability right the fact that it's hosted on baba yaga doesn't turn it off no so it's just like you know, if you blitz into a fair into a into a, um, a swordsman, you just be like, okay, well, I'll just use fairy normally. It'll get trashed, but whatever. I can clone chip it back later after right. I parasite. But if fairy's living with Baba Yaga, it stays on there. Yes, if you're yeah. using it to to via Baba Yaga, yes. then you're fine. It's fine. Correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool. That's not bad. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird as hell. And, and man, but like I'm okay with weird as hell. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Well, that's it for the runner's side. Yep. Um, but these corporations, okay, they're not—they're not gonna have the long arm of the army law that's hold you, them down. You said it. That's a phrase that people <laughs> definitely use. Is this, this is this pack Martian law? Okay. Quick, Jesse, tell me about Fairchild. <laughs> Man, okay, so it looks like if you work hard enough and get to that fourth iteration of Fairchild. You, you got a weird god. You, yeah, you actually created a god. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's it's also you created a bioroid you can't click through. Yep. What? What? Guy, <laughs> okay, guys, listen up, gang. Fairchild is like it's just called Fairchild. It isn't version one, two, or nope. three. It's just called Fairchild. Yeah. It, it, this is this is the full on release. This is the whole shebanger. Now, Liga had to basically this. I think this would be a tough design thing. Oh yeah, do, because you'd have to make we're gonna you have to make four things that look cool each incre- incrementally look yep. 
cooler and bigger and bigger. You're basically drawing a Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> a Pokemon drawing... of four evolutions. Yeah. And the last one needs to look like Celestial. Right. And so I think I think they picked a good artist to do this. Um, Fairchild is a Code Gate Bioroid anti personnel. It has four subroutines. It Oof. costs nine to res, and it has eight strength, which is gross. It's, it's bonkers. The first sub, end the run unless the runner pays four. Second sub, end the runner unless the runner pays four. Third sub, end the run unless the runner trashes one of his or her installed cards. The fourth sub is end the run unless the runner takes one brain damage. Yep. So this is like a, a it's like when Wotan came out. Yeah, it's like Codegate Wotan. But it's like cheaper. A little bit. Um, and it's, I don't know, it's probably more usable I think. yeah i mean i, I guess don't... wotan's hilariously gonna be going out oh, of cycle important to note it's also unique it's, it's unique correct yeah. it's, it's just like wotan yeah wotan's um, going out of cycle because he's got so much is he play. Uh, was he in creation control oh actually yeah maybe he was might have been maybe um either way either no way. one usually uses wotan that much yeah but uh what probably because it's a barrier so i think this is a see because like you know you remember you're i mean not that, that main there are that many hp glacier decks these days but like previously hp would happily pay to influence for a toll booth yeah right yeah and like toll booth is only one less to res than this <laughs> yeah and like it easily costs as much to break this with another program if not more right like david can't get you through this by itself like you can burn all your david tokens and you have to spend four credits probably or, or try yeah. <laughs> oh, i guess <laughs> hilariously you could spend your three david counters and then let the trash and installed card fire on to the trash david. the now empty oh, man. <laughs> david it actually makes david like hilariously more visually efficient <laughs> <laughs> i throw my three stones at you and then and then also the sling <laughs> the, the leather tong <laughs> <laughs> um but that that you're not technically breaking all the subs so you're not going to be spooning through it with yeah. that right um, and biro deficiency research, like you have to break this for yep. it to go away. You can't just click through it, like uh, and not even go away, just derez. Derez, yes. Yeah. So, so like as you know, kind of fitting in the place that toll booth would have. Yeah, frees up some influence. Influence for that. free toll booth. That's like that's the role you see it as. That's that's not bad. Yeah. Um, just like, you, you can't have two of these guys hanging around. Correct. So it's uh, like res. you probably only want one, but if you get lucky, you know, shooting it off an ABT. Or you just need Oof. to really keep the runner out of R&D. Like, it's going to be hard to consistently break this over and over again, right? And yeah. higher base strength means, and, like, there's so much Anarch these days, like, they need way more friggin' data soccer counters to get through this <laughs> where's Yog. The, where's this coming down to Yog status? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Five counters or three counters, an Ice Carver, and a Net Ready and that, Eyes. And, like, that, and I'm playing Nero. I'm playing, I'm playing Null. I'm playing right. Null. <laughs> yeah, so it's... Not bad, like for sure. It's just like you know, a single copy of just like a big piece of like a big cookie that says get the hell out and stay out. Like, the only tricky bit is, is you know, if the runner one, there's no face check, like at least if you face check toll booth, you're gonna end up paying three creds probably. Yep. Um, and the other thing is, like, if the runner just wants to eat it and they got eight bucks, yep, and they just need to get in, they, they can, they can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, also, important note HP works so hard on this thing, it's five influence, yes. So uh, earned it. So the Grendel two Fairchild deck (laughs) (laughs) new meta coming, coming out. Um, but yeah, I think that for, you know, just a one of when you just kind of need a really big piece of ice and you'll be stoked every once in a while when you get it for free off an ABT. It was pretty good. Cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad, um, 
the 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 fourth Fairchild was is, is is another cool card, really cool card. I, I really like the Fairchild. Uh, I'm really looking forward to Fair, Fairchild plus 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 forum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, double plus like make it like old <laughs> 1984. <laughs> double plus Fairchild. Yeah, the, so HB also got an operation, a terminal operation. What is yep. this through Nels? They're they're first. So I believe terminal operations. Um, obviously. Obviously, NBN is hard-hitting news. Yep. Um, this is the one for HB. Yep. Wayland has one, too. Yeah. Right? Um, it's, what's it called? The one it, Is that it spoiled or is blow, it already out? It's the, I think it's the one that blows up stuff, right? Um, maybe. Gets you a bunch of credits for, like... Oh! Probably uh, the one that nobody... Um, it's like setting stuff on fire. Oh, yeah. We'll find it. Yeah, we'll find it. We'll we'll we'll, we'll find it. But, yeah, it's... um. So I, but Jinteki has not received a terminal operation yet. So I oh. suspect they will also get one probably in the next data pack. It's going to be just... It seems like that's usually when they have like a new mechanic like that. They usually, if they've given one to each faction, there'll probably be one more, right? Yeah, and I do like, a little bit of a side, I do love terminal events. Like, I, I yes. hate, I hate, I hate hard-hitting news is so, so good. But like, I like the idea of like, here's my final blow. Liquidation. Like, liquidation. That's there the way I one. Yes, and it sets everything on fire. Yes. Yeah. And, and it's, <laughs> and it's like... I did something really powerful, but you have a chance to respond. Yep. Which is which is pretty cool. It's yes. a pretty cool mechanic. That they yeah, yeah. To... It basically puts a book in on any kind of combo in this yes. thing, which is really cool. Super but cool. But HB got theirs, and it's definitely firmly an HB card, mm-hmm. but it's also, I think, really goddamn good. <laughs> friends in high places. And it looks like their friends are, like own dropships. Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> okay, that, that'd be a good The flavor text is... Friends give friends advance warning before moving a carrier group down to enforce a no-fly zone. <laughs> As in, the military's coming in with all their stuff to uh, to enforce the martial law around New Angeles with, uh, I guess, their Navy and their Air Force, but maybe HP just got a tip so they could uh, rearrange some things, maybe alternate some of, their, some of their fly routes so that they're not part of this weird blockade. <laughs> it's good to have friends in high places. Man. And imagine moving with the front of the dropship. Be a cakewalk. There you go. Um, after you resolve this operation and your action phase, i.e. its terminal, what you do is you install up to two cards from archives, paying all install costs, and it's only one influence. Okay. This can go in a lot of places. And will. And will, but <laughs> this is this is this is super HP. HP's always been the the, the Play it out of the archives. Play it out of the archives. Archive has been their their yep. jam. This is cool. Yeah. This is super so cool. So it's like, you know, those Advanced assembly lines coming back. <laughs> you and then they use them immediately at the start of the runner's turn to get some more credits and install another thing and get their ETF credit and blah blah blah. But now as I finally got rid of team sponsorship, come back. <laughs> Since the actors union, oh, you blew you blew two creds and you took the tag from controlling the mustard and then it got you finally clawed your way back and, and then they just put it back. Oh, again. They just, <laughs> just put it back again. I mean, with a, and there's also. Um, between, you know, obviously Parasite is still around, although less than it used to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the cutlery events, and yep. now en passant out of yeah. Val with blackmail. You're losing ice left, right, and center. With this, you back. can just be like, bring it back. And you can stabilize two pieces of fallen ice with for one click. Yep. So, as far as apocalypse recovery goes, <laughs> you can't do better. Wow, yeah, than definitely. Than having friends in high places. <laughs> I guess Apex isn't that high. No. <laughs> cool. Very, very, very cool. Very HB. Yeah. Uh, very great. Really, really yeah. well balanced. I'm, I'm definitely thinking about some decks I could put this into. Maybe Super cool. Some, maybe some maybe replicating perfection is due for a comeback. Oh, wow. Yes. Fun. Actually, this is, it's, again, terminal because it'd be out of control if you could just... <laughs> Install two pieces of ice and create a super server in like yeah correct <laughs> one, one face so yep. balanced balanced very well definitely 
Um, but that's not all HB's been up to. That's not at all. They also have a new region of New Angeles, the Manta Grid. Okay. It okay. is a one to res five to trash region upgrade like they all are. It's unique. Um, and so what it does, kind of again, like we, we early in the cycle, there was a lot of playing around with if the runner has less or more than this amount of money, do some stuff. Yep. Um, that kind of tampered off, tapered off for a little bit, but now it's back mm-hmm. because if the runner has fewer than six credits or no unspent clicks, when a successful run on this server ends, you have one additional click to spend on your next turn. Okay, so we can kind of like, is this like an ambush biotic labor? Kind of. Yeah. Like a little bit. Yeah. So, so a guy needs to spend all his clicks when he hits the server. Yep. For it to act for it. Or have work. six or fewer credits. So now, important to note is that that is the amount of credits they must be below when the run ends. So if they spend some money trashing an Eve campaign. Okay. But they don't have enough to also trash this. Then the run's over. Aha, the runner, because they spent five credits trashing that Eve, now is less than six credits. Now I get... You get your extra click. I get extra click. So unlike a lot of time where it's like, oh, when the successful run thing happens, it for this card specifically, it's when that successful run ends, then check the runner's clicks and credits to see if this triggers or not. Again, okay. if, if it's still on the board. Okay. Um. So it is kind of like a weird ambush, <laughs> ambushy type biotic labor, but the thing that it kind of does is act kind of like Mumbad Virtual Tour. Right. Right. Okay. Because okay. if you run on this server, you're really not going to want to leave it. Like you technically have a choice, right? You're, sure. you're not like forced to trash this, but if you leave it, well, the corp could totally just fast advance a three for two out of hand next turn. So that's not good. Yep. So you kind of really want to trash it. Yeah. Cause, cause if I trash it, it doesn't work. Exactly. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it's so not around. It doesn't say like even, you know, stuff like yeah. red herrings or whatever. It'll say even if uh, this card was trashed, the, same the effect still happens. But this, you know, it still has to be on the board to get the extra click. Yeah. But, you know, if they choose to trash it, okay, well, they just took a big old econ hit, right? Yeah. It's like the same as Mumbad Virtual Tour. So it's like, yeah, it technically gives the runner a choice on whether or not they want to trash it. But it's a kind of a pretty trash choice. Yeah, definitely. Right? Definitely. Yeah. Um. So it's interesting in that regard right um yeah beyond that i don't really know what the other like nice super nice synergies are it to me it's strange it's strange that they give it two uh things that can be going on you know yeah which but i I, the the unspent clicks things like we have stuff like ryan knight and things like that uh that's very hp and stuff but this they added the other like uh, to, to kick them when they're down clause of like under six credits. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, that, that becomes very interesting, right? Because then if the runner is in a, if in a place where it's like, okay, they have enough money to trash this or the Adonis campaign. What are they? But not both. But not both. What are You're they like, doing? oh, do I want to let the corp keep getting money yeah. or do I want to give them a free click next turn? Like that's not a good choice. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so I think that's definitely yeah and, interesting and, and and I do like that it like it does open up the scoring windows like it opens yeah. up interesting windows that aren't just based off insanely overthinking what's going on it's, yeah, yeah. it's a, cool yeah um next <laughs> this is the dumbest the dumbest card it is the best card it is the dumbest close card. <laughs> your pile uh, it is literally called mind game <laughs> which is my favorite thing in the world the art is. A some kind of board chessy game that is being played in a mine, yeah, which is lovely. 
okay. So what it does, oh, I love it to death. It is a four strength, zero to res, code gate that is Psy and a deflector, three influence. And it is Psy because you do the whole Psy game thing. And if the corporation is successful, uh, i.e. the corporation and the runner spent a different number of credits, um, when that happens, the runner is now running on a different server instead of passing mind game. For the remainder of the run, the runner must add one installed card to the bottom of his or her stack as an additional cost to jack out. So this is like a way more awesome whirlpool. Uh, Bullfrog. Bullfrog. Well, no, but, okay. Bullf- Bull- but no, but whirlpool but, is the literally they cannot jack out. Yeah. Okay. But this one, like, you, it's gonna cost you to jack out. Right. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's not as it's not as okay absolute as whirlpool. But except, it, like this is but, one it's, of those, but it's better than bullfrog. Yes. So this is one of like the the rare instances where there's like actually just straight up this is flat out more powerful than bullfrog i think you'd have to i mean like i guess bullfrog moves to a different server so you can kind of like reposition your eyes to make it like slightly more i mean the physicality of bullfrog i actually still love to death yeah yeah wrong yeah but in terms of like its cost versus its effect i think my game wins there yeah Um, but the fact that like okay so it's an additional cost so if the runner can't pay it, as in if the runner has no installed card, cards are called, they can't. You, you can just send them and be like, "Oh, cool, you're going into that cerebral overrider now." Yeah, bye. Yeah, <laughs> um, or you're going into that archive; it's full of shocks. Yeah. Bye. Or you can like <laughs> hilariously set up a kill server that's such an obvious kill server, and then just like peel away his cards that are yeah, on the table just peel away until like, you know where they're going, and you're like, ah, "This, this all left." He's like um, Marcus Batty. This, you're like, no, just like yeah. send him over. But there. you know, the runner has a choice, but you can sometimes give them like an unpleasant choice right where it's like if they just installed a temujin but they haven't successfully run yet so they have like almost no money yeah then you know okay i'll just bid two for this they're gonna lose that side game and you're like are you really willing to put that temujin at the bottom of your stack because you lost the money and you're not gonna see that card again for a long 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 time yeah it's it, it feels like they they i think for what they're trying to do they really nailed it with this card because it actually does something yeah. Bull, bullfrog was like a really cute idea but really like unplayable yeah in a lot of ways whirlpool was again like the amount of you have to work so hard for people to run on a friggin june bug like some, so this is this is a pretty cool card flexible zero zero cost for strength yep out it's barely eking out yog it's it's, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a, i mean because that's the other thing like especially since it's zero to res outside of nisei division it's often hard to make a case for psi ice that isn't really high impact just because it's like you have the res cost and the side game but then you're gonna be needing to well, you have to pay the side game the first time but then in the future like it can be a drain on your credits obviously nisei doesn't care because they just keep getting their money yep and if you have you know Huobu research facility, then you're just getting even more money. <laughs> um, but since this is zero to res, like outside of Nisei, I think it's still a totally good card, right? Um, yeah, I like it a yeah. lot. It's a good, it's a good, it's a good <laughs> card. It's definitely it's a, a good early game. Like if they have no card, because you know you can slam them even if it's not a trap. It's like you can slam them into a cortex lock. Yeah, right. If they don't have any other cards, boom. So you make um, him, make make him just hit that one protected uh, edge of world. That's like, right. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. So it's cool. I like it. I <laughs> like it a lot. Even after they expose something, you can just pitch them right in it again. Yep. Um. They also have a region as well. Another cool grid. Uh, I want to say Nihongai. Nihongai grid. Nihongai grid. It is a one cost five trash, much like the Manta grid. Yep. If the runner has fewer than six, it happens, or fewer than two cards. Okay. So we're getting thematic. 
Yeah. Kick, it's like kick low, them when they're down. Low money or low money or this thing my faction is low all cards. about. <laughs> when they're um running the server, say so when running the server, you may look at the top five cards of R and D and swap one of those cards with a card in HQ. Yeah. So the important okay. thing to note is that Montagrid is at the end of the run at the end of the successful run this is when the run is successful so this happens before access oh okay yes. there we go that so, is important you can totally put this on r&d and then just whoop if they yep. don't if you know if they don't have enough cards or enough credits you just swap what's in r&d for something in HQ. hq like oh i'm gonna put a snare on top and then grab what I. and need. of course you can res this after they've said yes i'm going to access these cards and you go ho, oh, oh, i've got a prize for you sir and you'll res it and then you're like what but my medium and you're like yeah yeah i don't care that's <laughs> five tech medium they're just gonna eat eat yep. snare <laughs> cool um or the other way around right where they're like coming into hq you're like oh god i really don't want them to grab this philotic entanglement Whoop, put yep. it back in fire R&D, back in keep cool. it nice and safe Nice. Little swap. Uh, five is super deep. Five cards is super deep, yeah. which is great. Yeah. So yeah, you and you, like if you're swapping something out of H, if you're deliberately trying to protect something out of HQ, you can also just grab the like, oh, cool hedge fund coming up. Yeah. And you also know like how much you need to worry about protecting your R and D for the next four turns. Yeah. Right? Got a big early scout. Yeah. It's, it's always great when you're playing as a Jinteki player or you're the Jinteki player, and you're like, I'll run R and D. You're like, okay, okay, That's go fine. for it. You're like, oh, it's just uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So it's. Yeah, it is. It's it's as like a nice kind of defensive central upgrade. It's pretty good. Cool on a remote. Yeah, it's not, not the, like that's that, that swapping a card kind of more is okay. Style. But yeah, but for definitely for being in for being on R and D or HQ. Mm, yeah, pretty cool. Good. Okay, our 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 lords in yellow, the king in yellow, king in yellow, king in yellow has is, is, is graced us with a tracer. Another gin- food for the gingerbread man is what I is what I think. <laughs> it's so seasonal. It's so seasonal. <laughs> what do we have here, Nels? We have Ip Block. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, IP Ip, Block. Like Ip Man. That is a great show. There you go. <laughs> um, it is indeed Barrier Tracer. It is two to res, four strength, and only one influence, which, I don't know, I mean, you might put this elsewhere, maybe. Isn't this better than Data Raven? <laughs> it's, oh, no, it's not. I, it's different. Because the, the AI. Yeah. When the runner encounters IP block, give him or her one tag if there is an installed AI only. So if you got your <laughs> Baba Yaga casserole, then <laughs> 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 you're getting a tag. Uh, it's got two subs. First is trace three. If successful, you're the runner a tag. And then end the run if the runner is tagged. So I think this might be the only barrier that actually gives the runner text. Oh, no. Also, um, data ward. Right. Yes. Data Ward does the same thing. Yeah. Okay. So pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Doing a more tracer thing. First sub happens. You run one tag, and then the second one turns on. If yeah, there. It's yeah. weird that it's so, they're locking up the Jinteki tree. Is that what they're locking up? Might be. Yeah. That is like. Yeah, I mean, it looks like the. I don't know. Maybe you're playing Jinteki, and you want the one runner to be tagged. Maybe we'll maybe we'll hook up. Well, I mean, it's not a you know like if your choice between is between this or wraparound is like an anti AI barrier. Yeah, maybe do want this. Maybe yeah, because because it's like turns it into a data raven. Yeah, because um, a data raven that you can't jack out of. Yeah, you need to interact. You need to interact yeah. with them, and that, this just turns on that stupid Keegan Lane. You're like, oh no, see you later. Oh yeah. <laughs> so someone's coming in with their Faust. You're like, oh, you're tagged. Oh, I'm actually blowing up your Faust. Yeah, Keegan Lane's arms are gonna get tired. From all that <laughs> business douche posing. That's right. That's right. Cool. But yeah, it's not. 
Not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. Like, if you're trying to decide... Trace 3 seems pretty strong for the Tracer kind of yeah. setups. Yeah. It's not bad. Uh, I mean, if you're trying to decide between this and wrap around as, like, good anti-AI tech... Sure. Like, you can make a case for this. It's the same res cost, right? Higher strength. Like. Yeah. And plus, like, this one has the two subs... So that's good because Raps only got one, and when yeah. you get out that into or whatever, you're like nuts. It's just yeah, right. Not that good. Yeah. Um. We also have another cyberspace god. <laughs> Jesus, do we ever J- joining the ranks of Susanoo Nomokoto, Orion, and Wotan? We got some Egyptian. NBN's got their Thoth. Yeah, Thoth. Tell me about Thoth. The, the it's like an Ibis. Is that what that is? Yeah. God of like literacy and scribes and okay, like inf- information. I guess that kind of stuff. Yeah, okay. it makes sense. Yeah. When the runner encounters Thoth, this Thoth being a seven cost sentry tracer, six strength sentry. Pretty good. Ooh, that's a mouthful. When the runner encounters Thoth, give him or her one tag. Great. Got the data raven. Like, a lot of birds. Makes sense. Yeah. Um. The first subroutine is trace four. If successful, do one net damage for each tag the runner has. <laughs> the second is trace four. If successful, the runner loses one credit for each tag he or she has. Truth, like the sunlight, shines above all. Yep. Well, that's kind of... Okay, NBN. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah truth. Um, okay. So, in it, it fits into the same niche that... Um, information overload does. Yeah, it does. Right? Yep. Where, except instead of just, you know, if you hit this after being mid-seasoned, you know, if you hit information overload where you're just uninstalling most or all of your cards, if you hit this, oh, you're probably just going to die. It's going to be dead. You're just going to die. (laughs) So it's like the kind of, oh, my plan is to get a bunch of money, barf mid-season tags on them, and then either just score... Thoth you to death. (laughs) Yeah, either either kill you with Thoth or score out via Psychographics and Project Beale. Um... Then this is not bad at all, right? The fact that it's unique, we only need to have, we only need to get the midseason to then make sure you get enough money to make this land once. Yep, <laughs> and then that's all that matters. Yep. Um, yeah. So it's not, it's not bad. It does. It's. I mean, it doesn't do a ton like early game. Or, I mean, it's slightly better than yeah, the you're gonna, Raven in that they can't choose to jack out. No. And then, like, yeah, again, like that. That's gonna be that. That trace that you're gonna hit him for one net damage and one credit one, for one credit. a pretty big cost. Yeah, it's not. The best. It's you. You have to. You have to use this as your like killing blow or something that's yeah. really gonna hurt. Or just like yeah. Once if they've gone tag me, then this is kind of like yeah. your. I don't care. Stay out. Yeah, that's pretty good. That, like pure, pure, pure tag me. I could see the for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's okay. Cool. cool. We also getting into getting into our friends Wayland Wayland mm-hmm. Town. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got a crazy new executive. Yeah, that synergizes with some other stuff that's coming. Definitely, <laughs> and yeah, and, yeah, he's a, he's a really great card. I think he is interesting. Like, um, so Anson Rose, asset executive, one to res, four to trash, and then when your turn begins, you place one advancement token on Anson Rose. Whenever you res a piece of ice, you may move any number of advancement tokens from Anson Rose to that ice. <laughs> he's only one influence because you're definitely going to be uh, splashing him everywhere yeah so and <laughs> what's really awesome is that i'm glad that they started doing this uh there's there's really great cards like uh simone diego she's super cool but she's server locked and that kind of really just limits the flexibility yeah. of her, her play style yes. so this is just when you res a piece of ice somewhere yeah barf your advancement tokens onto yeah. it. which 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 i think makes this way more playable in a lot of ways yeah <laughs> and again it's still like the challenge is that you know 
you got to keep it safe. Yep. It doesn't help with your cosmic ice at all. Nope. Because they only discount the res if the tokens are already there. Correct. Which is a bummer. Um, but man, you know. can this wood cut. Right? <laughs> Surprise woodcutter! Surprise woodcutter! You let me get like six advancements on this guy, and then you chose to run. <laughs> you fool! Uh, yeah. So okay, okay, yeah, not not the best, not but the best. But still, pay one, install this card. He starts gaining one advancement. That's that's still clickless advancements. Yeah, we can we can trick. Yeah, light off them. So I think yeah, he, where he fits the most nicely, it's probably in the in the Jinteki with the advancement. Uh, not Jinteki. Um, okay. Titan. Titan, in, sure. In, in Titan Transnational, yeah, okay. where you're using Jinteki's Trick of Light to just blast out your Project Atlases yep. and Futures Now to go get a different Project Atlas or whatever, right? Because you're kind of like, okay, you can just Trick of Light the counters off of this guy. Yeah, sure. If the, run if the runner hasn't taken him out. Or yeah, yeah, you, know, you the run can put these tokens onto an Ice Wall to get your Trick of Light battery ready to go. And then you use the Trick of Light. Yeah, because, like, really, the if you don't run, the Corp can't really res anything to surprise you. Exactly. Unless he's uh, oversight ai <laughs> Or executive boot camp. camping. But, sure. yeah. but the sure. fact that the, the counters are just on him means that, like, that's mean... a perfectly valid place for your Trick of Light counters to yep. be, right? Um, the other hilarious thing, I don't know why you would do it, but you technically can, <laughs> you can Mushin no Shin him out. Oh, snap. And then those advancements are just are just ready to go. Holy crap, that's awesome. Yep. <laughs> that's you can't, with Mushin no Shin, you can't score. I don't think can you res? I don't think you can res or score. I thought I thought you just couldn't score it. Well, let me check. Yeah, see. check check right there. Um, um I'll I'll go over a little bit of answer rows. <laughs> it it does synergize with a very nice piece of ice that's coming up next. Anyway, that's that's, that, so that's right. Why don't you tell me about Mausolus. Mausolus. This card has been spoiled a bit earlier. Everybody's like, oh man, we, oh, yeah. we, we finally got it. We got some advanceable ice that is out of control and super cool. A Wayland code gate that is awesome. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, and it isn't salvage, ladies and gentlemen. It's actually Mausolus. This is great. This is an AP code gate. Man, code gates are getting mean. I know, right? Like straight up mean. It's a four cost, five strength code gate. Mausolus can be advanced, of course. If Mausolus has three or more advancement tokens on it, do the parenthetical text instead. Brackets, otherwise, don't resolve it. So we got little subs, then triple advanced subs. That's what yep. we go through. Three subroutines. That's huge. Five strength Kogate, three subroutines for four, for four freaking credits. credits. This is this is this is this is this is power. The first sub is a corp gains one, or the corp will gain three. With the advancement. I'm trying to think of the best way to explain this. I guess this works. Yeah. Second is do one net damage or do three net damage. That's crazy. Third is give the runner one tag or it's give the runner one tag and end the run. So with this thing with with this just just playing, this is actually a pretty annoying piece of ice. You gain one, that makes it a cost of three, really. Do one net do one net damage, not bad. But man, when this thing gets three power counters on it. Yeah. The, sorry, yeah, three three advanced tokens. It is pretty strong. Then it's gross. Those, those sub and I like that. It's just the subroutines that get nastier. Yeah, the ice doesn't get more stronger or something because as we kind of saw, strength kind of stopped mattering in, yeah. in some cases. I mean, it goes from basically it's like, oh, if the runner really doesn't care, they can just ignore it and run through it. Yep. To once you put three on there, oh, the runner can't. Yeah, they can, they have to pay attention. They have <laughs> but to pay attention. With Anson Rose, or even if you're getting a little bit sneaky with Satellite Grid, sure, you can bring this up with zero or one advancements oh, yeah. on it and then boom all of a sudden it's 
Guthrie. Yeah. And you're like, what's oh, what's shit. the uh, the scissors? You know, the one cost party. One cost. Oh, builder. Yeah, well, you could say builder too, but I'm, oh, I'm, dedication. Yes, yeah, so we can we can dedicate. Yep. I, it's I did, already got to be res, but you can get it on there and get it supercharged no instantly. It, yeah, um, which is pretty great. Yeah. It's like we dedicate this crazy piece of ice that that uh-huh. will kill someone yeah. if they run through it. Yeah, <laughs> name and the the name. I was like, what the hell is a mausoleum? This is like some. Is it like mausoleum ish? So yes, but it was named after a person called Mausolus. Who was he? Was a ruler of Caria, which is basically part of the Persian Empire. He's like a Persian satrap. Okay. Um, and he his his tomb is in Halicarnassus, which is now in Turkey. But because it was the tomb of Mausolus, tombs later became known as Mausoleum. Mausoleum. Whoa! Yeah, this is like the he is the he's the he's the eponymous Mausolus. Wow! That's yeah, great. that's cool. So that's pretty cool. And it's not unique. Which it's not unique. Goes against the name, but oh hey, I, hey, I'm happy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you're, you were yeah. This is like just. Friggin' good code gate out this of Wayland. Cool. Like it's nice. It feels it, it feels like it feels like Wayland just had worse people designing their ice. Yeah. Like, like I I don't nothing against the designers of FG. I mean like in the flavor, just they just couldn't quite yeah, figure yeah. it out. Like they were good at hiring all those barrier designers. Yeah. For sure. Like all those barrier but the, programmers. The problem is, is like but, but but Hadrian kept coming into work and you're like, ah, do we this this old guy? Like uh, yeah, okay, fine. fine. It's like, hey, it stops the runner. Okay, we need to do more than just stop them. Because it's obviously not stopping. What them. if <laughs> they also have to give us some money? Okay. I like where you're going. Stop. I like <laughs> <laughs> this, this is straight up. We're gonna tag him, we're gonna end the run, we're gonna zap him for damage, yep. and we're gonna get money. Yeah, this it's is like it's really good, which means that like now you, I mean, one, you just have to be mindful of it existing at all, is way limit. Two, once a piece of unresed ice has three advances on it, which again, like, takes a little bit, but when that happens, you, you're like, is that a wormhole? Mm. Is that just a kind of big ice wall they've been charging up for Trick of Light? Or is this going to ruin my day? Straight up, that moth. Yeah, and what's great is, I've, okay, back in the day when, uh, because we build it, you could kind of do that commercialization deck. Right. Um, I did that for a while, and what was super cool is, I actually won a game because they thought it was an ice wall I'd been advancing, but it was actually a shadow. And I could get... Oh, the- man! <laughs> Good! So it's like... It's strength 12 <laughs> shadow. So it's like, yes, we're going to be tagging you this time. And that was your last run to get in. And it was like... The, the, nice. the, the, the Because sh- in his defense, like it makes more sense if it was an ice wall, right? Yeah. Like, like okay, because you, you need to be advancing every turn or else it's the deck doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay, anything I get out, we'll start advancing it. And yep. it was because of the shadow. So again, Mazda's fits in this great thing. is like, this ice has four on it. Is this going to be a big firewall? Is that all you're doing? Nope, it's this... Right. Huge, awesome. Hand. Yeah. Pretty good. Yep. They also got another ice. This is great now. Man, this is I like, love this, this is ice. like Wayland, Wayland, they had a breakthrough. <laughs> they just needed it. They just needed to get some martial law in here. That's right. <laughs> some mechs walking around. What's this nose? Uh it's a sapper. Mm. It is a sentry destroyer. It is three to res, two strength, uh, two influence, and it has a trash cost of two. So like Chrysalis, it is trashable straight out of R and D and HQ. Uh, but what it does before you can be trashing it is if the runner has accessed Sapper from R&D, they must reveal it. And when the runner accesses Sapper, he or she encounters it just like Chrysalis. Uh, ignore this ability if the runner accesses Sapper from the archives. And what it does is it trashes one program. Mm-hmm. And there's a special place in hell for the pers- per- first person who mined cyberspace. <laughs> and they don't mean mine like hi-ho, hi-ho, Welsh coal miner mine. They mean like you know, we put mines in the harbor. 
yeah. mind. <laughs> put, put 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 explosives. That's right. Yes. Um. Yeah. It's it's re- really good. This this, this <laughs> cool. Like again, if you got a mimic out. And you hit it, you just in, you just see it, and you can like stop yeah. it. But you pay one cred and you pay two to trash it, which is still kind of annoying. Sure, yeah. But the fact that like you know, first turn you Oof. leave R and D open, they go ah medium run run, and you go you found the sapper, <laughs> boom. So you go I, I I wanted the I wanted the ambush trash Wayland card for a while, and yeah. for, for at first I thought it was just going to be something cheesy like a. Uh, advertisement you know like a, right a, a oh money the, buff. the corporation but, gains three credits or yes, but whatever. as we know like Wayland can get rid of programs they usually yep. do it in very brute forcey ways right. <laughs> but this is this is a super cool card this is i think it's it's got to be an include i know it's gonna thin your deck out a bit yeah. you know they can get another advancement but hey it's 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 good program yeah uh, and almost like you know against jinteki or maybe nbn you're like oh, i'm not sure about running before i have a killer installed but with you're willing to like, oh, Wayland's gonna be a bunch of barriers. Yeah. Or now maybe Muslims. Yeah. Or now like, some crazy. Okay. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna run on, you know, ice with advancements on it without a decoder, or whatever. <laughs> but now you're just like, okay, well, you got down your your fractor. You got past my ice wall. Cool. What'd you find in R and D? Oh, you found a sapper. Oh, your fractor. Oh no. <laughs> and then I use arc lockdown because your fractor is paper clipping. Yeah, that's gone right. Gone forever. <laughs> that's right. Um. So yeah, it's definitely like it's plenty cool, you know, and like it's not. It's bare. It's slightly cheaper than um, Roto Turret, except it's yep. got some strength. So and it's in factions, you save that. Yeah. one. save that one little in yeah. fact. Roto- it's kind of similar to Cobra. What's Co- Cobra's four, four, right? Four. Yeah, so it's pretty similar to Cobra, except you don't get the, the amazing, damage. amazing subs from Cobra. The two fangs. The, t- the two fangs. Um, yeah, it's pretty darn good. Yeah, like it's, it's simple, but it's gonna get you sometimes. It's gonna sting you, and you're yep. gonna be sad. It's a cool. It's a cool card for sure. Yep. Well, now, now we're into neutral territory. We are into neutral territory. And with all this martial law and guys in power suits hopping around, what's what's the easiest thing you can do? You just got to show them some force. That's right. And with the show of force. With the show of force. This is, <laughs> so walk loud, walk loudly and carry a bigger stick. It looks like we're doing like, man, we have like <clears throat> some defensive drones or something. Maybe. I would th- say I, that, say, I, I, I would think, say like I think it's in cyberspace, except it does meat damage, so I don't think it's in cyberspace, which yeah, means un- I have no unless idea. Unless it like you know is. screws up the the dogs in your chair. You just like fall over. <laughs> it's like hit your it's like yeah, like runner hits his head on coffee table. It's like, oh, damn. Perfect. And I gotta say, uh, I think I think this is the I don't know, maybe this is a pattern, but Adam Doyle did a pile of cards in this. This, this is this is really the Doyle. This is the, the Doyle. Yeah, this is Adam as Doyle said. He's like, I want to do all of martial law. Yep. Like you can't, man. It's too much work. He's like, okay, just you know, give League of the Fairchild. Right. <laughs> I'll get the rest. I'll Don't worry. The rest. About it. So this is uh, a four advanced, <laughs> the, the not very popular four two. Right. Neutral agenda. Um, when you score show of force, do two meat damage. Yep. We got a slightly stronger Project Vulcan. Kind no, of. Yeah. It, well, stronger isn't it? It doesn't give you the bad pub that you scored. And it's worth one more agenda point. That's worth one more advancement. Yeah. Yeah, like... The, where... <laughs> surpri- surprising no one. Where <laughs> I think it is super cool is in Jinteki yeah, it's Personal Jinteki. Evolution. Yeah, I can see that. Because you motion this guy out, and you basically have a Ronin that also gives you two agenda points. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Because <laughs> you like you can run in this. Oh, sorry, you can motion this, advance it once. So now it's ready to go. Like literally, spend zero clicks, do three damage. Yep, that's good for sure. That's quite good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, you know, and like the the thousand like tons of low point agendas, personal evolution setup is certainly fine, but the and there's another current which may or may not be useful there in a second. Um is that the thing about it is you do give up a lot of agendas, which means like you it's very hard to play current yeah. in a personal evolution deck like that, right? Where yeah, you have like is. 13, 14 agendas, like you're like, oh, my these currents are gonna be staying on the table for like one or two turns. But if you have like, you know, nine agendas, because you have three of these, some global foods and like philotic, and then you're like, okay, well, that's actually like don't. I will see most of my agendas. I will know where they are, so I can be pretty confident if I play a <gasps> enforced curfew. Yes. It will stay on the board. Cool. Cool. So, let's talk about enforced curfew. Enforced curfew. Enforced curfew. Enforced curfew. <laughs> uh, this is, this is, this is another, another neutral uh, current for the corporation. Zero cost. Zero cost. And no influence. No influence. So, good. hey, like, everybody can use this. Uh, this card is not trashed until another current is played or agenda is stolen, like all currents. The owner's maximum hand size is reduced by one. Get those civilians out the street. No more collateral damage. Commissioner Don. So this can live super well in Jinaki yep. for sure. Also, so, cybernetics. So I, I actually think that, yeah, there could be a hilarious cybernetics division deck where basically as soon as you get one of these... Runner's grip size is three. Three, yeah. You probably can score self-destruct self-destruct chips. Yeah, or like snag a Fenris. Yeah, so now the runner's hand size is two. Which the sweet, the sweet. And then snare is snare out of HB is now bad time, sad time. Yep. (laughs) So it's it's pretty cool. I know that like three is like the thing is like Cybernex struggles because four hand size runners are still okay with that. Yeah. Even you know what? Even three hand size, they're kind of okay. It's annoying, but it's not. It's not two. Two is like you've you're they're they're in for some trouble. But three does like tamp down on the number of surprises they can hold, like especially now. When blackmail on passant thing is like a big thing, like well, yeah, it's, yeah, you want it's your very options. hard to hold those plus a liberated that you want to install later, plus the Faust that you don't want to know the corporation, you don't want to let the corporation know that you have. Like, there's a lot that gets tight when you only have three hand size. Yeah, and also what's cool is like the uh, basically whenever that they're you're 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 truncating their hand, they can only keep quality in there. So like the pinging decks and decks that like do little thousand cut kind of things end up being way more effective because they have only good stuff left in their hand. Yeah. Which is super cool. So, yep, uh, it's a pretty decent current. Again, current, if you need to, something to fix, employee strike, the second most fun card to play right. against. <laughs> the, uh, like, you might you may, might want something like this. Yeah, this is super cheap. Mm-hmm. And, you know, outside of cybernetics division hilariousness, like in either personal evolution or, you know, a quickie IG or biotech murder deck, just getting them down one more mm-hmm. brings them even closer even closer to the blade <laughs> gotta cuddle love that so that's pretty good or 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 to see the hilariously against an obelisk just like oh okay i guess yeah. obelisk tag me i guess you just have one less one less oh you only can hold 13 <laughs> cards now <laughs> get, get, better uh. better come home early <laughs> yes cool and that's a wrap for yeah. martial law all we got left is quorum yeah, oh, I guess cool. after 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 the U.S. military has kicked New Angeles back into shape, then they're gonna they they'll make some political decisions to make sure this doesn't happen again or something. Like next time, it'll be fourteen seconds. <laughs> we're, we're 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 working hard, working to, them down, working them down, burn them right. down. Um, we did have one cool question from an even cooler reader. Really great from simply Mike. He asked, "It seems that worlds." 
was a nonstop parade of orange versus, well, he says yellow, but I'm going to say mustard. Yep. Orange uh, and mustard. Orange versus mustard. Yep. Um, what do you think needs to be done to introduce more variety into viable competitive decks? The most wanted list has already hit Anarch for five cards, six <laughs> if you count clone chip, and hurt NBN's ability to fast advance. But both factions are still super strong. Do you think more MWL editions are coming? Will some of the crazy Wayland stuff, ha ha ha, previewed during Worlds, knock NBN off the throne? Um, will Genesis and Spin Cycle and Spin Spin Cycle cycling out change the power balance? What are your thoughts? Right. So I think that's interesting. I mean, we've already seen a little bit of this where people are figuring out some nice synergies with HB Fast Advance again. Yep. Um, not just it's like a, it's a like bunch a... of Sand Sand City grids, but yeah. doing stuff with, you know, Jeeves and advanced assembly lines to just keep barfing out cards and then you score. The yeah, end you to, score the, faster than the, than the runner can yeah. score. For sure. So I think sure. that's part of it. Um, I mean, it between On the Lamb and there are just people who have started to really hone some like strong anti tag NBN, yeah, especially anti CTM decks. Yep, like there's um, I don't know if it'll still be up on Netrunner DV uh, when people hear this, probably will, but there was a there's a like a high link Andromeda that I think the guy called it Takeshi's Castle, <laughs> um, <laughs> involves probably less foam paddles knocking people into. Less garish water. costumes. Less garish costumes. <laughs> but, or maybe not. Um, but it's basically high link, Citadel Sanctuary, and then you're just, you have so much money and so much link that CTM just can't do anything to you. Yeah, like, again, again, like, I, I hate response decks. I know. Um, but that's cool that that's there. Yeah. I, I, I think, I think it is hilarious that, like, MWL basically hammered on orange and hammered on yellow. And you can still make controlling the mustard with only yellow cards and just crush. Yeah. Like you don't need anything kind of else. <laughs> so it's like, it's, I mean, but again, a big part of that is because they can get all cheesy and stick tags on you. Yeah, well, or, or, or the break, the breaking news right. global swap. Yeah. That's what I mean. Stick tags. On sure. You, right? Yes. Yes. So it's like, Oh, if, so if you can avoid them, I see yeah. When you have on the lamb that turns that off completely or as a Citadel, play, then just right. score as much as you possibly can. Or just yeah. Like, yeah. Just so then it's like, cause they're not, you know, controlling the message doesn't win by building an impenetrable glacier. Right. No. <laughs> which, it, which is like, it's like the, typically the fun interactions is, is ice interaction. Not like, not like whatever the heck a, yeah. a CTM match is. Yeah, so I think already CTM is starting to like, that it being the thing is already starting to tamp down a little bit. Because at Worlds, both um, Intervention and Martial Law were not legal. That's right, right? yeah. So, so now it's like we got two more data packs that have some like, starting they, to get They kind of caught up to those, yeah. kind of give us some answers to those yeah. cards. Now what's going to change in Arc? <laughs> That's tricky. I mean, like... Anarch always had trouble with their Glacier matchups, right? Yep. Where it's like, if they couldn't get going early, like, if Glacier got a lead, they'd just be done. Mm. But now, but that kind of changed with Faust. And now, like, if you can put just friggin' Demogen contract into everything, then Anarch's destruction, plus their ability just to get lots of money through running makes things tricky again right um so i don't know exactly what it's going to take to sh to like be a bunch of really hard counters to anarch i mean obviously we got you know effectively like one good anti-ai ice in this pack another one in the last pack um yeah so we got a bit of the hate and, and also maybe 
maybe that's you're, enough. I don't really know. I, th- I think in general, it's it's always in a difficult position because you're you 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 don't want to print worse cards for the faction. Yeah, because printing like I think I think um I think uh this is back to like Magic had a problem um hilariously during the situation when, when I was playing it. They they watered down every card because cards were getting too strong, right. and then they got in a bunch of fresh designers or new uh, another designer that said like no amp up the power. This is about throwing fireballs. Like right. this is like they like turn up the power on this. Like make good cards again. Um and that's that's just healthier, more fun in the game. Like so we can't make crappier cards. We can't. The most most wanted list is is a great is a is a great tool for it, but it yeah. probably isn't the only answer. Yeah. I mean, the first time we got a most wanted list was update was in last January, and then it was again in August. And I think Damon et al said that the you know roughly they want to do that like kind of about every six months. So we might be getting another one soon. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know what'll really change on there. Let's put Temujin on it. Maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Um. Yeah, so that'll be maybe put Temujin on, take Desperado off. Mm, but but also maybe? also the professional netrunner people are are there's it's it's like big, but it's not like comparative to other big yeah. competitive games. I mean, and the other thing is like even though those decks seem dominant, I think it's also partially because that especially worlds people tend to be very 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 conservative with their deck building. Yeah, just because you have to play so many games and win so many games to do well. Yeah, it's like a marathon. Like it yeah. isn't, isn't like an explosive like you won four games and here here like Yeah. Here so I think even though it may seem like that that worlds is relatively, you know, monolithic, it does not necessarily mean that just like even a even a local like store champs or regionals is going to have that same yeah. level of you know, you always see those hilarious similarity. decks that crush store champs, and you're like, "Oh man, yeah. uh, what's the what's the one Peregrine Kate? No, Peregrine, Peregrine Kit. Kit. Peregrine Kit. What yeah. named it the stupid bird deck out of Philly? Like yeah. that's that's ah, so that, good. That's the kind of stuff that like you remember. I don't, I don't know if like little tiny card variations on a CTM Worlds deck is just not as much fun to talk about. Yeah. To be honest, yeah. uh, and so, part of it too is that like you know, there's so much prep and so much everything that goes into the Worlds, like no one there will be surprised after like round three or four. Yeah. Because, right? he, but like at a store champ, you know, so you're like, Oh my God, they're doing what with IG. <laughs> and the only time you hear about it as it is after you just lost to it. Yeah. yeah. Right. So you're it's like, like oh, wow. still, even yeah. though it may seem again, like monolithic, if you are playing like on Jinteki.net, which at this point just seems like, what are the top two Netrunner DB decks this week? Those are the ones you're going to play against. Um, but in general, I think, especially your in-person meets, there's still, like, a ton of interesting diversity in a way that there wasn't necessarily when it was just like, oh, just play NEH and fast advance all your agendas and win. <laughs> yeah. And I got to say, uh, I, pub, pub runner is a, per, a perfect pub runner is a perfect place to run into crazy, crazy decks. Oh, like, yeah. Just weird. It's lovely. Pseudo jank. So definitely, if, if, if Worlds got you down... Just go grab a couple of uh, beers yeah. and just play a couple of games of Netrunner against Actually, um, important to note, this is indeed our last podcast of 2016. That's so right. Hopefully everyone has a wonderful happy holidays, new year. Yeah. Unless you're on some not Gregorian calendar, in which case, whenever your new year <laughs> is. <laughs> um, but Chris and Edie from Run Less Click were kind enough yes. to invite us over to Christmas. Last Christmas, they came over to our place. This Christmas, we're going to theirs. Um, so that'll be a little, little you know, year uh, retrospective yes. coming soon. But they also mentioned in a recent episode that uh, I think it was actually Lane was talking about he went to some, like, jank tournament where there were not only deck building restrictions, but every single round 
had like a weird starting condition that just got like progressively stranger throughout the day. I'm like, oh no, that's interesting. So I maybe would be very so one, I, I'm curious to play something like that. Sure. But two, if people have any like if you say are in the UK and you went to that tournament, or if that idea just sounds interesting, if you have any thoughts about like what would you do to have like not just like jank as in bad, but like jank as in unusual. Sure. You know. What 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 would you do to hone to craft that experience? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, like so. like what defines like jank, right? Yeah. Like what? Yeah, sure. And how to keep it weird and exciting? Uh, yeah. So, if folks, have any thoughts about that? Yeah, you should definitely write on in. Yes, I, I, another example is like the one the one dot decks the uh, one yes. ones. Yeah, we still need a better name for that. We do one, one dots okay, and but what onesie onesie drives me crazy. No, I I put my child in those all the time. And yeah, I, that's just, I I have enough time in my life spent with onesies <laughs> that I do not need it to also be part of my netrunner life. <laughs> so it needs to be a different Uno sing, like Uno like <laughs> Singleton tournament. Singleton, name? that's not great either. That's not really great. Send in your your Prime? ideas. Prime man, that, that that's giving you too much. Like, uh, like that's too heavy for yeah. it. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, S- if people yeah. have a oh, I guess we we've talked about this in the past, right? Yes, yes. So refer to past episodes about what this is. But if you have any ideas for another name for that kind of tournament, mm-hmm. I'll be very excited to hear it. Yep. So onesie, onesie, onesie's, onesie's not, not not doing it for me. Not either. good enough. <laughs> um. Otherwise, folks, have a lovely, happy, happy holidays. We'll be back in the new year. With quorum, of course, but maybe maybe some cool stuff before then, depending on how long it takes for that pack to come over on the boat. Yeah, that's right. But now we gotta go, gotta go revel, celebrate, drink some, drink some glog. <laughs> that's right. Swedish mulled wine is traditional. It's delicious. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, they they have the, the the German fair or German. They fair. have Glühwein, which is very similar. Oh, okay. Yeah. They also have Feuerzangenbola. Do you know what this is? No. This is, this is our Christmas segment right here. Okay. <laughs> so the Feuerzangenbola, uh, what you do is you get um, some, again, just mulled wine, like spices and stuff, right? You put a slatted kind of grate thing on top of it. And on top of that, you put a sugar cone. So before, you know, sugar refining was like an industrial process, like they, but when they, you know, were able to harvest sugar, but they couldn't refine it into like little tiny cubes and packets and shit. The way they shipped sugar around the world was in basically like just these triangle cones, you know, like maybe half a foot tall or so, right? You just like put a bunch of those in a box with a bunch of hay and like shipped it to New England or London or whatever, right? Wow. So you can still kind of get them sometimes. <laughs> with a time machine? No, you can still get them now. <laughs> okay. It's just like obviously less common. So to make a foie zangenbola, what you do is you get the mold wine. It's it's all like nice and warm and bubbly and hot. And you get put the grate on top of it. Get sugar cone. You soak soak the sugar cone in rum, high proof rum. Okay. You set that son of a bitch on fire. That's the foia part. <laughs> Zangen is German for tongs because you can't touch that thing because it's on it's on fire. fire. And then bola is just obviously bowl, right? So you have this burning sugar cone that's slowly melting, and then the rum and the sugar are dripping into the mold spiced wine. So then when it all like burns down and melts down and is left, then you have this. I, I, it's it's almost too sweet for me. Sure. We get this really sweet, like rummy, spiced mulled wine, which is quite good, but very, very sweet. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 like while the while the Glühwein is like you know usually like it's I mean it tastes very winey, right? Like it's yeah, kind of spicy, but it's still like, just like tastes like a rather dry, it's tart, yeah, white yeah, yeah. wine, yeah, kind of tart. Yeah. Um, Feuerzangenbola is, is like the opposite of that. Man, it's very very sweet. But if there's a German Christmas market in your town, um. It's worth 
trying. Experiencing. Maybe worth sharing with a friend. Because it is really fucking <laughs> sweet. Too sweet. But it's good. It's just in small doses. Well, thanks, Nels. What a good, what a cool festive tip. Happy Christmas. That's right. Um, yeah. So, as always, if folks have any thoughts about all that other stuff we talked about or Northern European holiday drinks, yeah. <laughs> feel free to send us an email, terminal7 at audiothumbs.net or hit us up on Twitter at Term seven. And a big thanks to Gord McLattery again of Shell the Audio. Our buddy. So good. Helping us out. So much, buddy. Uh, Always helping this thing not sound like butt. Yeah. A lot of his games are coming out soon. We'll be announcing that for him as well. Yeah. But yeah. Very exciting. So many games. So Mm -hmm. many cool games. I'm going to play some video games over the holidays. Hey, great. Yeah. Um, and finally, as always, as always, speaking of video games, thank you very much to our video game composer pal. Mr. Ed Harrison, for letting us use his track, Ten Soldiers from the Neo Tokyo OST, buy yourself or a friend a fine Christmas present of the gift of that from edharrison.bandcamp.com. The corpse stuff is the grid stuff's weird. I think we're going. Yeah, I think so. Check. I don't spike. It looks like they're moving. Felt loud. Yep. Say like speak loud. I believe in the power of gourd. Definitely. Power of gourd. Think of love. (laughs) It's the darkness. Just a gourd. Where did they go? The darkness. You know. I don't know. Where did they go?